Hello NRL fans and welcome back to the NRL Rewind Podcast. I'm your host Matt Namofsky and welcome to the 2021 season with the season only one sleep away. TLT announced yesterday all the footy fans are getting into the swing of it and getting ready for another amazing season. Every Tuesday, Wednesday I'll release our Teamless Tuesday podcast dedicated to the ins and outs of each lineup and as well as some Supercoach implications with some waivers. So just wanted to quickly run through all the team lists that have been announced and then maybe pick a couple of things interesting out of each lineup. Tomorrow we'll come back with a season preview podcast, so all of my predictions. Try and get someone else on and have a bit of a chat about the season, what some of the storylines are, some implications that we do see early on that may affect later in the season. So let's start with the first game of the round, the blockbuster, the Melbourne Storm versus the South Sydney Rabbitohs. So with the Melbourne Storm lineup, Ryan Pappenhausen is the fullback. George Jennings and Josh Adokar on the wings. Rima Smith and Justin Olam in the centres. Cameron Munster and Jerome Hughes in the halves. Jesse Bromwich and Christian Welch up front with Brandon Smith at nine. Belize Kafusi, Kenny Bromwich and Nelson Osofa Solomona at lock. And on the bench, Chris Lewis, Tui Kamakamika, Tom Eisenhuth and Nico Hines. Some interesting ones here. So obviously Brinko Lee ruled out. So... Rima Smith moves into the centres and George Jennings gets the wing spot. So it seems pretty clear that, that Rima Smith has locked down the Vunavalu spot. With Harry Grant out for the first four weeks, Brandon Smith will stake his claim as the number nine jersey. And you've also got Dale Finucane who's been injured. So it looks like Christian Welsh will move into the starting front row and Nelson to lock. Chris Lewis on the bench is an interesting one. May take some time away from Brandon Smith if they do not want to play him 80 minutes. And obviously Nico Hines is a bit of an injury cover for around the park. Now we go to the Rabbits lineup. Latrell Mitchell back from his injury at fullback. Alex Johnson and Josh Mansour making his debut on the wing. Dan Gagai and Kemble Graham in the centres. Cody Walker and Amran Reynolds in the halves. Tom Burgess, Tavita Totola in the front row with Damian Cook at hooker. In the back row, Jacob Host, Jaden Sewer and Cam Murray. On the bench, Benji Marshall, Mark Nichols, Keon Kulamatungi and Jai Arrow. So obviously as we did say, Latrell Mitchell coming back, it's a huge in. Josh Mantle making his debut on the wing, winning that spot over Jackson Polo. Jacob Host getting the early run in the number 11 jersey, so it'll be very interesting. They've obviously known that Cam Murray is a 13. And Jai Arrow on the bench isn't at all too surprising. I think Wayne Bennett will want to try and ease him into this lineup, see where the best way he can make an impact off the bench, and then maybe work him into the starting lineup. Benji Marshall obviously being the number 14 jersey, it's something that the Rabbits haven't had the last two seasons. Is one of those utility backs and come on. Uh, really since Adam Dewey has left the club. Uh, so if, if Damian Cook needs a breather at some stage or if it's a blowout and they want to rest an Adam Reynolds or a Cody Walker, you've got a ready-made guy and Benji Marshall can come in there and take it over. All right, guys, move on to the next game now, which is the Newcastle Knights hosting the Canterbury Bulldogs. So let's go through the Newcastle lineup. So Tex Hoy is at fullback. Stafford Toa and uh, Shibasaki is on the wings. Anali Tawala and Bradman Best in the centres. Kurt Mann and Mitch Pearce in the halves. David Clemmer, Daniel Saifidi up front with Jaden Braley at hooker. In the back row, Tyson Frizzell, Mitch Barnett and Connor Watson at 13. On the bench, Suato Su, Jacob Saifidi, Josh King and Brody Jones. So obviously the big out is Kalen Ponga, uh, still recovering from his off-season surgery. So Tex Hoy will get the run at fullback. You've also got Edric Lee, who's not there currently, so Stafford Toa will be in the starting lineup there. Blake Green still a couple of weeks away, so Kurt Mann locks down the six. 
And we've got Lachlan Fitzgibbon, who is out. So a bit of a switch. So Mitch Barnett goes from 13 to 12. And Connor Watson really gets to stake his claim as uh, if he can work into that Cam Murray, Victor Adley type of lock. So it'll be very interesting there. It's a really big bench. Obviously, four forwards on the bench. So they've got no injury cover. I guess the, the thing behind that is you have got Connor Watson there that can switch around. If an injury does go down in the backs, they can just move Connor Watson into the backs and bring one of the a Brody Jones into the into the back row with Mitch Barnett uh, going back to 13. So it's a very big pack. Uh, and in the back line, obviously missing a couple of stars. Moving over to the Bulldogs lineup, Corey Allen at fullback with Nick Meany and Dallin Wateen-Selesniak on the wings. Wu Hopawadi and Nick Kotrick in the centres. Jake Avarillo partners Kyle Flanagan in the halves. Ofahiki Ogden and Jack Hetherington up front with Sione Katoa at hooker. Adam Elliott, Corey Waddell, and Josh Jackson in the back row. And on the bench, Bradley Dietz, Renoff Atoni, uh, Raymond Fatula, Fatula Mariner, and Dylan Napa. So looking at the Bulldogs lineup, it's pretty standard to what it is. Uh, you've got Jaden Ockerball, who's currently injured, so Nick Meany nails down the first wing spot for the season. Jake Averillo recovers from his off-season injury, so he'll partner Kyle Flanagan in the halves. In the front row, interestingly, Dylan Napa is on the bench, so Ogden and Hetherington will get the jump there. No Luke Thompson as well, so you'll have to see him factor in at some stage once he comes back from his suspension. Josh Jackson at 13, so the experiment of Josh Jackson on an edge at this stage of his career is over, which I think is best for everyone. And new recruit Corey Waddell. So, uh, so there was some talk that Fatula Mariner wasn't going to start the season, so I could see him definitely easing in and taking that jersey back. Uh, but I don't mind the second row combination of Adam Elliott and Corey Waddell too. Two younger guys, hits, hits the line hard, so it'll be very interesting to see. Jerry Marshall King obviously also being out, so Sione Katoa really gets a really good jump to try and get in and nail down that spot. So I'd be very interested to see him, especially from a fantasy perspective. Um, we'll talk about that in a bit. We'll go on to the, to the next game. So it's the Friday night late game. We've got the Brisbane Broncos taking on the Parramatta Eels. For the Broncos, Jermaine Asako at fullback, with Xavier Coates and David Mead on the wing, Herbie Farnworth and Tessie New in the centres, Anthony Milford partners Brody Croft in the halves, Davida Pengai Jr. and Matt Lodge up front with Jake Turpin at 9, Alex Glenn and Jordan Rickey in the second row with Pat Carrigan at 13, and on the bench, John Asiata, Tom Flegler, Ethan Bullimore, and Ben Teo. So Jermaine Asako wins the fullback spot there, not, not too much surprising. David Mead coming back into the NRL, locks down a wing spot. The really interesting one, really for me for the round, is Kevy Walters' decision to uh, drop uh, Tommy Dearden and put in Brody Croft. If you heard my, my first podcast about the Brisbane Broncos, kind of did not want to see Brody Croft near the 17. But obviously, Kevy seen something in training in the Cowboys trial game. Brody did offer some good shape. Uh, Tom Dearden was a bit flat, so this is the, what Kevy thinks is going to be the best to get this team going forward. Jake Turpin, obviously with no Andrew McCulloch, is now the undisputed nine of this club and has a chance to stake that claim. With no Payne Haas, Davida Pengai moves into the front row. Uh, and you've got, obviously, Jordan Rickey, who's going to be trying to take over the spot for Dave Fafita that's been left. And the really interesting one, again, it's another big bench, but a guy like John Asiata, who, who can play a bit of half, can play all over the front row, back row, so it'll be very interesting to see John Asiata in his Broncos debut. For the Parramatta Eels, Clint Gutherson at fullback, Mike Asiva and Blake Ferguson on the wings, Tom Opacek and Wonga Blake in the centres, Dylan Brown and Mitch Moses in the halves, RCG and Junior Polo in the front row with Reed Marnie at hooker, Sean Lane, Ryan Madison, Nathan Brown in the back row, 
Alina Changebench, Oregon Kafusi, Isaiah Papali'i, Keegan Hipgrave, and Will Smith. So probably out of all the off-season preview podcasts, this is the one that was always going to be the easiest one. The 1-13 to for Parramatta was not going to change. Uh, the only real mystery was around who gets the the the, the Michael Jennings centre spot, but Tom Upacek, obviously, with Oldfield's injury, has taken that spot. On the bench, Keegan Hipgrave is going to make his debut for the club, as well as Isaiah Papali'i. Will Smith is still there in case of a Reed Smith needs a break or an injury to cover some utility. In Oregon Kafusi, I think, like I said in the preview, expecting a big year from the young man there. Moving on to the first Saturday game, we got the New Zealand Warriors hosting the Gold Coast Titans. For the Warriors, Roger Tulvasa checking his last season with the club at fullback, David Fusitua and Ken Mamalu on the wings, Ewan Aiken and Peter Hiku in the centres, Cody Nikarima, Chanel Harris Tavita in the halves, Adam Fanua Blake and Jermaine Tanua Brown at the front row, Wade Egan at nine. Alicia Katoa, Bailey Sirinan, and Tohu Harris in the back row. And on the bench, Jazz Tabanga, Ben Murdoch-Masilla, Leeson Armau, and Bunty Afoa. So obviously in the back in the back line, having Fusitua and Mamalo back is just huge for this side. They missed them when they did go home last season, so it's a really nice 1-7 when you look at that. In the front row, a couple of interesting ones. So Tanua Brown gets the, gets the run at the first prop, so that pushes uh, Leeson Armau to the bench. You got Ben Murdoch Masillo, who's also on the bench with Bailey Sirinan at the thir- at the twelve. Tohu, who played really well in the middle last season, ke- keeps the thirteen jersey. Jazdavanga moves back to the bench. And Bunty Afoa, a very interesting one, uh, get- gets a run there. So it'd be very interesting to see how their front row rotation works. You did see in the trial, I don't know if Noah Blake was able to push out a sixty minutes in a row and not really feel it. A young guy in JTB. Wade Egan has played an eighty before, so it'll be interesting to see if Jazz comes on and plays a bit of nine. Uh, and Bailey Sirinan, for me, is the one I kind of did call that one where I did think Nathan Brown would fall in love with a guy like a Bailey Sirinan and really try and bring him into this team. And he's only at the, the, the run there in the in the 12 jerseys. It'll be very interesting to see how the front row rotation works there with Nathan Brown. Moving over, to the, moving over to the Gold Coast Titans, AJ Brimson at fullback with Anthony Don and Corey Thompson on the wing, Brian Kelly and Patrick Herbert in the centres, Ash Taylor and Jamal Fogarty in the halves, Jared Wallace and Mawaki Fodawaka in the front row with Mitch Rayner Hooker. Kevin Proctor, David Fafita and Tina Fasua Amalawi in the back row. And in the interchange bench, Tyron Peachy, Sam Lasone, Javon Joloff and Aaron Clark. So the real interesting one from the back line is Phil Sammy, who did play Origin at the end of last year, does not get a run in this side. Anthony Don and Corey Thompson. Corey Thompson was one when he did come over from the Tigers and he didn't really make that first grade side. He was obviously acclimatizing. But he's just, a, he's just one of those all-round footballers. And Anthony Don, for some of his limitations, is just a try-scorer. And he's been there at the club forever. So, really like that. Patrick Herbert getting a crack in the centres is interesting as well. Don't mind that partnership with Brian Kelly. Moving to the front row. So, Jared Wallace did finish the season pretty strong. Does get the front row spot over Jamin Jolliffe. The back row is very set. It's one of the more powerful ones with Proctor Fafida and Tino in the back row. Tyron Peachy at 14. I still think he's going to get a lot of game time. Aaron Clark, it's interesting to see if he plays a bit of 13 or 9 for coverage. Uh, and then you obviously got the two big boys in Lasone and Joloff there. Moving through to the second Saturday game, it's the Sydney Roosters hosting the Manly Sea Eagles. For the Roosters, James Tedesco at fullback, Daniel Tupo and Brett Morris in the wing, Josh Morris and Joey Manu in the centres, Lachlan Lamb and Luke Keary in the halves, Lindsay Collins partners Siaso Takiaho in the front row, Jake Friend at 9. Angus Crichton, Satili Tupanua, Isaac Liu in the back row, 
And on the bench, Adam Kieran, Jared Warrior Hargraves, Nat Butcher, and Daniel uh, Daniel Fafita. So a couple of interesting ones here. So obviously Lock and Lamb was confirmed to be the running mate for Luke Keery in the half. Sam Walker is on the extended reserves. So it just shows that they think he is ready. And at some stage, if there is an injury, it will be Sam Walker's position. The real interesting one for me, and I'm really happy to see it. It's nothing to do with uh, Jerry Warrior Hargraves not being a great player anymore. But it's just in terms of what the, what this club can do now with Lindsay Collins, one of those young bulls starting in the front row. It's going to be really interesting to see how he does get over the the, front, the advantage line with Takiyaho there in the front row. I do see them really being able to lock down that position together. Lindsay Collins showed in origin he's one of those big game players. No Boyd Cordner, so Tupanua will get the run there until Cordner comes back. And on the bench, I really like Adam Kieran being the 14. Again, it's something that a lot of the big clubs really haven't had in the last couple of years is one of those one of those 14s that can just play anywhere. You saw Kieran play center last year and get a hat-trick. He's played in the halves. He can fill in for a bit of nine for Jake Friend. So I do really like it. Moving over to the Manly side and a couple of really interesting ones here. So Dylan Walker is going to get the run at fullback with no Tommy Turbo. Jason Saab and Ruben Garrick on the wing. Brad Parker and Moses Sully hold down their center spots. Kieran Foran back at the club, partners Daly Cherry Evans in the halves. Josh Alloway and Marty Tapau up front with Lachlan Croker, who gets the nine jersey. Jack Kajewski and Curtis Siren in the second row with Jake Travojevic at lock. And on the bench, Tavita Funa, Andrew Davey, Morgan Boyle, and Taniela Paseca. So obviously, yeah, the big one there, Dylan Walker is going to get the person who's going to get the first crack at the fullback jersey. From indications, it looked like it was going to be Morgan Harper or Jason Saab, but Dylan Walker will get the one. Jason Saab does make his club debut on the wing with Ruben Garrick. An interesting well, Morgan Harper, who doesn't get the fullback, doesn't also get a center spot. So Brad Parker and Moses Hull are going to run it back with that partnership there. Kieran Foran back at the club. It's going to be a big boost to have him partnering Daly Cherry Evans. Josh Alloy will make his starting debut for the club. Lachlan Croker, Lachlan Croker gets a start over Kay Cust in the, in the nine jersey. And then you've obviously got Jack Kajewski, who will try and replace Luke Thompson, who will start over Andrew Davey. Davida Funa on the bench is an interesting one. So really, we've only seen him play in the centers or at fullback. So it'll be very interesting to see how he is deployed at some stage throughout the game. Moving through to the last Saturday game, it's the Penrith Panthers hosting the North Queensland Cowboys. For the Panthers, Dylan Edwards at fullback with Charlie Staines and Brian Toto on the wing. Paul Momorowski and Stephen Crichton in the centres. Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary in the halves. Moses Leoda, James Fisher-Harris up front. Apasai Coruscant at hooker. Viliar Makikau, Kirk Cable in the back row with Isaiah Yo at lock. And on the bench, Tyron May, Spencer Lanou, uh, Matt Eisenhuth and Liam Martin. So obviously, interesting one here. Paul Momorowski wins the centre battle. Uh, so it looked like it was going to be Tyron May or Matt Burton. But obviously with the Blake, the Dane Laurie and Paul Morowski deal, he will come over and start in the centres. Charlie Staines does get the run, uh, replacing Josh Mansour on a wing. And in the front row, Moses Leota will try and take over James Tarmour's starting spot. Kurt Capewell, interestingly, gets a start. So his end of season form with the Maroons uh, catapults him into the starting 12 jersey with Liam Martin back to the bench. And on the bench, Matt Eisenhuth will make his, his club debut. For the Cowboys, Scott Drinkwater is the fullback with Kyle Felt and Valentine Holmes on the wing. Isan Masters and Hamaso Fido in the centres. Michael Morgan and Jake Clifford in the halves. Francis Molo, Maurice Robson and Jordan McLean make up the front row. Mitch Dunn, Cohen Hess, Jason Tomololo in the back row. 
In on the bench, Jake Granville, Josh Maguire, Corey Jensen, Ruben Cotter. So, the first name right out, Scott Drinkwater at the fullback. So, it'll be very interesting to see how he does go there. Val Home does shift to a wing. Isan Masters also gets a reprieve under Todd Payton. So, it'll be interesting to see how he is used with Fido in the centres. Jay Clifford in his last season with the Cowboys gets a run at halfback. In the front row, Josh Maguire uh, is working back from an injury. So, Francis Molo will get the first run. Mitch Dunn also is retaining his second row spot. So, on the bench, I think, is where it's very interesting for the Cowboys. They are playing the two hookers with Jake Granville and Ruben Cotter. From all reports, Ruben Cotter did play a bit of 13 in the trial, so I could definitely see him spelling Jason Tomololo at some stage throughout the game. And Corey Jensen, it looks like he's probably going to get a spot uh, replacing one of the props or one of the second rowers, so it'll be very interesting to see how he does come in there and look. Lachlan Burr, who was the, the off-season recruit, isn't getting a run. He was named in the 17 jersey, but he's currently amongst the reserves. We move on to the Sunday game. So the first game, the Raiders versus the West Tigers. For the Raiders, Charles Nickel Cox at a fullback. Bailey Sirinan and Jordan Rapana on the wing. Sebastian Chris and Curtis Scott in the centres. Jack Wyden and George William in the halves. Josh Papali and Tanamas Louie in the front row. Josh Hodgson a hooker in the back row. Hudson Young, Elliot Whitehead and Joseph Tapane. On the interchange bench, Savia Havili, Ryan Sutton. I see a Soliola and Ryan James. So, Bailey Simonson does hold down that wing spot that he did lose last season due to injury. Sebastian Chris will get the first crack at centre, replacing Jared Croker. In the front row, Dynamis Louis retains his front row spot. Hudson Young replaces the second row hole left by John Bateman. And on the bench, uh, no Tom Starling, so Harvili will be there. Ryan Sutton, Soliola, and Ryan James making his debut for the club. For the Tigers... Dane Laurie will start at fullback with David Nofaluma and Kepio, Kepiola in the other wing spot. James Roberts and Joey Leilua in the centres. Moses and by partners Luke Brook in the half. James Tarmout and Joe Offen and Gowie in the front row with Jacob Little at nine. Luke Garner, Luciano Leilua and Alex Twile in the back row. And on the bench, Tommy Talao, Thomas McKayley, Stefano and Russell Packer. So obviously, Dane Laurie coming over, he'll stake the claim for the number one jersey with Adam Dewey out for the first round. Kapoa wins the starting wing spot over Tela, who's named on the bench. Moses Mbai looks like he'll start the season at six, unless they do bring Dewey into six after this round and put Moses to the bench. James Tymau, the club captain in his club debut, will start up front with another new face in Joe Offenangawe. Luke Garner retains the 11 jersey with the Sean Bloor injury. And Jacob Little... That gets a very interesting run with no hooker on the bench. So it's going to be Jacob Little's team, like I thought it would be. They're going to give him the run. they got Simkin, who's in the reserves, who's come down from the Broncos, who will challenge him. But I think they do really want to see what they have there in Jacob Little. Moving on to the last game of the round, it's the, the Shire battle. It's the Dragons versus the Sharks. So for the Dragons, Matt Dufty at fullback with Cody Ramsey and Michaeli Ravalava in the, set, in the other wing spot. Jack Bird and Zach Lomax in the centres. Adam Clune partners Ben Hunt. Blake Laurie and Paul Vaughan up front with Andrew McCulloch at nine. Josh Kerr and Tarek Sims in the second row with Terrell Fui Maono at lock. And on the bench, Poasafar Masili, Trent Merrin, Daniel Alvaro and Braden Williami. So no Corey Norman suspended for the first game of the season. Adam Clune will come in there. No, no room for Jordan Pereira. He's missed out to Cody Ramsey and Ravalava on the wings. 
Up front, Andrew McCulloch gets the starting nine jersey, no backup behind him, so that'll be good for him. Josh Kerr will start on an edge, and Fui Maono will start at 13. On the bench, Braden Williami, interestingly, so they do have a back on the bench. Uh, and it's a smaller bench than what you would think. Farmer Silly does, can play a bit of edge. Trent Merrin can play a bit of edge. Daniel Vara up front. So it'll be very interesting to see how they do deploy and play their minutes. I expect Paul Vaughan to get some big minutes and Tarek Zim to probably, probably pay 80 there. Moving to the last team for the round is the Cronulla Sharks. So Will Kennedy at fullback. Sione Katoa and Ronaldo Mulatalo on the wings. Josh Dugan and Jesse Raymond in the centres. Matt Moylan and Chatton Townsend in the halves. Braden Hamlin-Ueli and Aaron Woods up front with Blakey Braley at nine. Britton Nakora, Wade Graham, Tony Rudolph in the back row. And on the bench, Connor Tracy, Aidan Tolman, Jack Williams and Billy Magulius. So with no Sean Johnson, Matt Moylan will go into the halves with Will Kennedy filling in at the back. The two to five is all set from where it was last season. Up front, Ueli retains his starting spot over Aidan Tolman who is named on the bench. With no Talakai, Nakora will get the run at 11. Toby Rudolph retains the 13 jersey. But interestingly on the bench, having Connor Tracy who will probably fill in at 9. Aiden Tolman who will fill in in the front row. You've got two edge guys in Jack Williams and Billy Magulia. So it'll be very interested to see how they are deployed and how that team does run. So that's it for the starting lineups guys. Interestingly looking at some of my top waiver options of the week. Depending in your draft league, Dane Laurie may not have been picked He's starting at fullback is very, very interesting. The other side of that deal, Paul Morofsky starting at center. I think if you can get one of the Panthers outside backs, it's a very good one to do. Looking through the rest of the teams, I think, like I said, Sione Katoa for the Bulldogs starting at nine with no with no recognized backup on the bench. I don't mind that play. Having Remus Smith now locked in to start in that starting team now for the Melbourne Storms is interesting. Jacob Host, I think, is one you can really start with. I think Wayne Bennett's going to really give that team time, that team a bit of time to click. So I do expect him to be in that number 11 jersey for quite a bit there. I do like Patrick Herbert or Corey Thompson on that Titans edge. So either one of those that are, that are there. But for me, obviously, the, the number one is Jacob Little. I was all over him on the preseason. In all of my teams, classic, in all my draft leagues, I do have Jacob Little. Uh, and, you know, there was a risk that when you did hearing the rumors that Simpkins was going to be named on the bench, he is currently named uh, amongst the reserves. But again, it's one of those ones where I think for the Tigers is such an interesting team. And we'll, when we do talk about it, I'm going to, in my preview podcast tomorrow, I'll be talking about my my predictions and my, since I did the previews at the end of Jan, started of February to now, there's a host of changes. And just to kind of give one of those to you now, I've done not a 360 on the on the Tigers, but I'm, I'm much more bullish on them. When you look at how they've now picked this lineup and how they did play in the trial, a lot of those old guys that were holding down spots have now brought in a new injection of it. Yes, I still think defense is maybe an issue for this team, but when you just look at the, the kind of star power and attacking prowess that some of this team has, uh, I really do... I'm not... Not as high, you know, top eight, but I've definitely instead of the wooden spoon where I thought they were they were givens. Uh, to me, it's definitely changed. Like a guy like Kapoa holding down Laurie, uh, really like Offen and Gowie starting up front. You know, having McKaylee and Stefano on the bench. I like Tommy Talau on the bench. It's kind of a weird one, but I don't mind having. You know, if one of the guys isn't really working the back in the back row. You see a defensive limitation. Bringing on a Talau and a fresh leg who is a genuine back, you know, I do like it. Uh, 
so yeah, for me, Jacob Little is the number one waiver for this week. I think if he is sitting on your waivers, even if you have a recognized nine, I think you do need to grab him. He'll be a very valuable trade piece if he does hold that nine spot and does play well and gets the full 80. So uh, that's it from a waiver perspective. In terms of any stayaways this week, look, uh, I can see guys running towards Sebastian Chris. Again, is, he's only going to be there while Jared Croker is not there. So to me, not really worth uh, picking up. A guy like uh, Liam Martin and Kurt Capewell, I can see the appeal for everyone trying to run in and get Kurt Capewell in the centers. Look, Liam Martin played really well next week, Lathan Clear last year. So to me, it's, it's a bit surprising that he has been dropped. But either one of those two, I could see them definitely swapping and changing throughout the season. So probably won't go near there. Isan Masters, to me, I just need to kind of see... Uh, last year he was brought up there, played a couple of games, didn't really play well and got dropped and was out of favor. So Todd Payton may see him and think, okay, there's something there, but I'll, I'll wait. I don't want to waste a waiver yet on an Nissan Masters. Uh, Dylan, Dylan Walker to me is a classic trap. Uh, look, Tommy Turbo's out for the first four to five games. Uh, when he's fit, he'll go straight there. I don't think the rumors about him playing center, I don't really see it. Uh, but again, one bad game for Dylan Walker. I could definitely see them going in Morgan Harper. Uh, even going the safe option, going to Ruben Garrick at fullback there. Uh, looking further else, Jerry Warrior Hargreaves obviously on the bench, so I think he'll be dropped onto a lot of waivers this week. I don't think you need to pick him up. I think Lindsay Collins is going to nail down that starting spot. Sam Walker being named amongst the reserves is interesting. If you have got a spare spot on your bench or you do just want to hold benches, uh, Sam Walker is an interesting one there. JTB for the Warriors, not going to go near it. Uh, again, it's going to take a one or two games, and if Burn Murdoch, Masilla, or Lisa Armour really comes out with a bang, you could definitely see them moving into that starting side. Jazz Tavanga, again, is another one. I don't see how he cracks his starting 13. Uh, he's going to be on the bench. He's still going to get you good points off the bench, uh, but from a classic side especially, you don't see any value there in picking him up. And we'll go one more here. Let's go to the let's go to the first game of the round. So the Storm and the, and the Rabbits. Look, if you're probably asking for one, it's probably going to be Brandon Smith. Um, was really After the Harry Grant injury, was really high. From all reports, Chris Lewis can play a bit of nine, so whether they're going to try to give him a rest and not play him the full 80, um, I could definitely see something there. And again, Harry Grant, it's at least until round four. Uh, sorry, it's at maximum until round four. So, you know, we've seen him come back from injury a little bit sooner. So, again, probably not going to hold off on Brandon Smith from a classic because, you know, he, he, he may go to 13, but I think... Nelson will nail down that 13, and you'll see Brandon go back to the bench. And that'll do it for the TLT list, guys. So thanks for tuning in. Again, tomorrow we'll come back with our season preview podcast, and we'll go through my revised uh, ladder. We'll go through some maybe 15 predictions for the season, some storylines to look out for, and a really quick preview and uh, look ahead to some of the games for the round. Uh, now that we're back into the full, we're back into the season. I'm really excited, guys. We're probably going to do. Two podcast weeks, we'll do one after TLT as a kind of a, a setter for the super coach and as well as the teams, the ins and the outs. And then just before the round, we'll go and that will also be as the season progresses, a bit of a recap to the to the previous week's games before we announce those team lists. And then on the Thursday before the kickoff of the first game, we'll do a bit of a preview of the of the round, some of the things we're gonna be looking for for the round. And occasionally we may may chuck in a third podcast if there's a topic that we want to hit or some news. Might hit that in a separate podcast. But again, guys, we're, we're, we're nearing 1,500 downloads. You guys have been incredible. Again, started this podcast hoping for five listens. And again, we're up to nearly 1,500. 
And now um, it's it's one of those ones where, yeah, it's, it's a bit of time. Obviously, got the full-time job and, you know, trying to do this. But I do love talking rugby league and do love sharing a bit of content with you guys. And if you do find it, you know, on the way to work or on the train, if you, you know, plug it in, listen for 20 minutes and, you know, you're enjoying it, that's all I'm really wanting at the end of it. So really appreciate you guys listening again. Uh, we've got the socials at the NRL Rewind on Facebook and Instagram. Please give us a like, a follow. Uh, if there's anything you want to cover or any anything, just shoot shoot a message through. Happy to read it out on the podcast. But again, you guys have been amazing. So thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back tomorrow with a preview before round one. How good is it, boys? We're one sleep away. So thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day, and you'll hear from you soon. Cheers.